Buenos dias. We are very excited to talk to you about our study abroad program. I am here um, in place of Heather Howell. She's our global campus director. And she wants to make sure that you all know about our amazing opportunity to go to España. Uh, for a whole semester, I was able to go in fall of 2019, and it was amazing, and it was even more amazing for the students. Um, we are announcing the faculty who are going next fall, so if you're at all interested, pay attention right now. It's going to be Dr. Julie Marshall and Dr. Monica Williams. And then the doctors Long, Dr. Jesse and Dr. Joanne Long. Applications are open and available, and you can go to the Global Campus office. It's in our administration building. If you can't find it, just go into that building and ask Dr. McDowell, and he'll, he'll point you in the direction that you need to go. Um, we have uh, some students live from Spain. So I will be interviewing them. I have some prepared questions, and they're going to introduce themselves whenever they answer their, their question. So first, they're not ready for this. ¿Cuál ha sido la mejor parte de tu semestre en el extranjero? What's the best part? <laughs> yeah, you seem scared. What's the best part of your semester abroad? Hi, everybody. I'm Anna Carey, and I am a junior biology major, and I'm not going to answer this question in Spanish, <laughs> um, but my favorite part of my semester abroad so far has just been uh, being able to travel to places that I could only have ever dreamed about going to. Um, one thing that's been really funny is that I have picked a movie that takes place in every place that we've traveled to, and um, I watch it before we go. And so that's been really cool to connect something that I know really well um, to something that's totally new and foreign and get to create my own experience. Um, so that's been just a fun thing that we've been doing. But um, I've learned so much being here, whether that's um, you know missing a flight and having to figure out how to get back to Spain or um, learning to appreciate new cultural uh, beliefs or new foods. Um, there's been, just been so much to experience here and um, so much to learn in such a short amount of time, honestly, because it's gone by so fast. Um, but uh, God has just created such a big world, and it's just being here has just grown our perspective so much in how big this world is and how beautiful it is. And so it's awesome to just be able to uh, get to experience this beauty while we're here. So. Thank you. Um, what has been your biggest lesson that you've learned while in Spain? Okay, um, my name is Ella Boo, sophomore ESS major, um, and I think the biggest lesson that I've gotten to learn while here is just kind of how to be a person. You get to take a time out from real life, which is just really sweet and needed, because freshman year is so good, so much fun, and you get to take part in a lot of different things and meet new friends and join a bunch of clubs and stuff, but 
it's a little bit like drinking from a fire hose sometimes. Um, and so you don't really have time to learn how to do all of those things well or organize your life super great. And so here, all of that is taken away and you have 12 hours and a lot of time. <laughs> and so at first you're kind of like, what am I gonna do? I need to be busy. Um, but it gives you time to reset and figure out how you're gonna prioritize things and what things are really important. Um, and just lets you take a deep breath so that you can regroup and figure out how to be a person for the next couple of years. So. Uh, I am Cade Landrum. I'm a sophomore sports psychology major. Uh, the biggest lesson I've learned for sure is how to be present. Um, it's super, super easy on the weekends when you're standing 30 feet away from the Eiffel Tower or you're seeing a, a, just a gorgeous sunset in San Sebastian or something like that. It's easy to be where your feet are and to be fully present in the moment. But it's much harder on some random October 23rd, some random Monday to be where your feet are uh, in Avila. Not that it's not fun and amazing, but it's much different than home. I mean, you're away from your friends. You don't have club. You don't have uh, all these intramurals you have to be at. You don't have a job to go to. So it's much harder to, to fill, your, fill your time with just being busy. So that's something I've really learned from being here. And I'm definitely going to take that back to the U.S. Uh, when I get back, I plan on not looking too much into the future and looking about thinking about the next big thing that's going to happen in my life and also not, not thinking that my time in Spain was the highlight of my life. I mean, and everything else is going downhill from there. I mean, that random Thursday in January, February or March, I'm going to be where my feet are and try to be present in every circumstance I'm put in. Awesome. How have you managed your time with travel and school? Um, honestly, not well. And I think everybody would say that just starting out not well. We've gotten better at it. But um, you get here and you're kind of like, huh, I don't really know what I'm going to do with all of this time. And so um, especially with we have a big time difference. And so you want to like call your people. And sometimes that is at midnight. And you're like, I don't need sleep um, or whatever else it ends up being. Um, but because you have so much space and so much time to kind of learn how to prioritize things and structure things, you get really good at managing your time, which is a really big blessing. And so like Anna and I are taking a nutrition class online um, and all of our exams are on the weekends. So we've tried to get better at um, emailing our professor and we've got to take our exams before we go on the trips. And so then we don't have to worry about it whenever we're in Paris or wherever else we are that weekend. Um, or everybody has to plan a, a chapel. And I'm pretty sure almost every group has planned their chapel on a train because you have time to work on that. So you learn how to plan ahead and prioritize things and just kind of figure out when you're gonna take care of things a little better, so yeah. Thank you. Um, where has been your favorite travel destination? Okay, so my favorite place was definitely Paris. Um, partly because I've just dreamed of going there since I was really little and it was just such a magical experience. <laughs> but my favorite part was when we were standing on a bridge over the Seine River and just enjoying uh, our time together. And then all of a sudden the sun was setting and the lights came on in the city and it was just beautiful and just like a movie moment. I was just such a main character in that moment. I just cried on the bridge of the same <laughs> river and it was so amazing. Um, but in between all those really fun movie moments that we've been able to have, um, there's just been sweet time together, like on that trip, just, um, you know, getting to hang out in the Metro as we're going from one place to another and laughing or um, chasing the rats in front of the Eiffel Tower, which are really there and really funny. Um, but it was just such a fun trip. We all just had a really good time, so. Um, I'm kind of cheating and I'm going to say two places. So my favorite place that we went and we got to see just like human creativity was Barcelona. We got to visit the Sagrada Familia and I'd never heard of it before we got 
to before we got to Spain, but you should look it up because it's just insane. Like you walk into this building and it looks crazy on the outside and then you get inside and it's just, it's wild to think that like God shows his creation through human creativity. And it was just so sweet to get to go and see that. Um, and we actually went twice because it was just, it was so cool. But then my favorite kind of just nature place we got to go was we just got back from Ireland and it is exactly like the pictures and some places are not like the pictures but Ireland is and it's like electric green and we got to go see the cliffs um and just it was like foggy and perfect and just beautiful and there are like sheep farms everywhere and it was just a lot of fun uh, my favorite place was Santorini for sure because I got engaged there um uh other than that it's just a beautiful beautiful island um, you get to see God made glory just come just collide with human made beauty. Um, all the houses there are white, just pure white, and all like every single one of them. And then every now and then you'll get a blue dome church, and it, you see that beautiful sunset come over and just connect with that blue dome. And it's just the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Um, and then you're walking down the streets hearing a whole a whole different language, a language that they that they wrote the Bible in, which is just mind blowing. And then they pick you out and they say, oh, you're American. I'm going to speak English to you. And then they try to sell you all these things. And it's just a, it's a crazy cool experience. So good. What is the best part of Avila? Okay, so my favorite part of Avila is just uh, the different pace here. So everything is taken much more slowly. Um, for example, every day in this town, they have siesta from 2 to 5 which is amazing. And I think that we should have it in America too, because we all can take a nap. Um, but everything is just taken so much more slowly, even like you're walking down the street and people in front of you are walking really slow. And at first that was so frustrating. Like we were just trying to get from one place to another, like, like passing them. But I've just really grown to appreciate um, watching people in this town take their lives so much more slowly. And even in the park uh, close to where we live, it's a beautiful park, but people just walk together all the time. You know, older people are walking their dogs or like families are walking together. And um, I just really want to take that kind of idea back home. Um, so often as college students, we can get so busy and so wrapped up in what's going on. And I've just really learned to slow down here. And I just want to take that habit back home. I really appreciated it. My favorite part about Avila was the medieval festival, for sure. It happened about the second weekend we were here. Uh, it's just a citywide flea market, basically. Uh, tents everywhere you look, everywhere you turn. People selling you handmade things. Just the smells of food cooking everywhere. Uh, people dancing in the street, hearing you're hearing instruments you've never heard of before. Um, people singing, singing all the time, uh, dressing up in their medieval robes and just enjoying themselves and really diving into their culture. And it's it's so cool to see something so old that they're still diving into today, and they still take some pride in their history. And that it's crazy that America we weren't even around during that time, and they I mean they've been here forever. Uh, seeing the huge walls and lit up and with their coat of arms over it. It's just so surreal being here during that time, seeing everyone so festive and enjoying themselves. Thank you. If you could do it again, would you? Why or why not? Okay, um, I'll go first. Absolutely. Um, I think it's a great experience, but I kind of want to clarify that the reason behind that is maybe not the first one you would think of. Um, you learned how to be uncomfortable here. And so like a great example of that is this last weekend, we got stuck in Ireland. And so um, what should have been eight hours of travel turned into 20 hours of travel. <laughs> and uh, we still have not left the Ireland airport by the time that our train to Avila was supposed to be pulling in. So like, obviously everybody was upset by that. I'm pretty sure everybody cried that day. It was just, it was frustrating, but 
we've all grown so much while we're here and just learned how to be a little bit uncomfortable and how to bounce in situations like that. And so um, what could have felt really catastrophic was just a little bit like, okay, we're just going to take this as it comes. Um, and obviously, I mean, if you've talked to people here, like we get homesick or we miss our people um, or whatever else it is, but um, we're seeing some of the coolest places that I've ever gotten to see in my entire life. Um, and just so much beauty around us, whether it's like man-made or it's nature or um, getting to see it in one another with community has been so sweet. And so all of this is coming from somebody who hates being uncomfortable. Like I just don't like it. Um, and it's been so good and so sweet to grow and to stretch. And if you're going to be growing and stretching, how awesome is it to get to grow and stretch in a place like Europe where we went and visited Paris. And then while we were in Paris, we were like, okay, so next weekend, whenever we're going to a different city in Europe. And so it's, it's amazing. And I would encourage anybody to do it. I would say yes, obviously I'll do it again. Um, it's just a, an experience of a lifetime. You'll never get to do anything like this again. But for me personally, I grew up in Lubbock my whole life, went to Lubbock Christian High School and then moved 30 feet across the street to Lubbock Christian University. So I've been comfortable my whole life. I've been a homebody my whole life. Um, so making this decision to come here was, was a pretty big decision for me. Being seven hours away across the Atlantic Ocean from any family and any like a, a bunch of friends that I had made the last semester. Um, it's been it's been pretty scary, but it's definitely stretched me. Like I said, I've been uncomfortable, um, but it's been a good uncomfortable. It made me grow as a person. Um, having not only getting the opportunity to speak another language and dive into another culture, but kind of being forced to. Um, you're not you can't get away with just speaking English all the time here. Uh, it, it's really it's really hard, but it's really growing for sure. And I definitely would come back to, um, like they both said, not every day here has been perfect. And it's definitely not always what it looks like on Instagram pictures or anything. But um, we've gotten to see so many cool things. And just getting to experience God's creation and getting to be so, like, I'm just so thankful for the gift of being able to even experience that beauty. Like, that's just been so wild. And the world is just so big. <laughs> and that's just something that we've been learning here. And so... Um, I would definitely encourage anyone to sign up for study abroad. And if you're even thinking about it a little bit, um, I'd encourage you to reach out to any one of us or anybody on this trip. We'd all want to talk to you about it and answer any questions you have. Um, but this is just like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And so don't let it pass you by. So well, let's thank our Spain friends. I'm going to mention one more time that we have our faculty who are going next fall. They're over here if you want to try to rush over here and ask them some questions. We have many faculty who have gone previously. Heather Howell is who you need to reach out to. The applications are available for next fall. They're available right now. I also want to give you a personal encouragement. If you have any interest in this, any interest, go talk to Heather Howell about it or any of us. If you're concerned about the money, because I know when I was a student, I really wanted to go study abroad and I could not afford it. My parents didn't pay for my school. I was taking loans out. And I think that some of y'all are probably in a similar situation. Just ask, okay? You never know what might be available for you to get some help to do it, or it might not actually be that expensive. Okay, so that's my regret is that I just didn't even ask, but then I made up for it and I went in fall of 19 as a professor. So I hope that you all will consider it. It's an amazing opportunity and estas despe despecido.